welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are so close to the end of the OC. I know. How did this happen? (laughs) Well, then I was watching something the other day and I was like, oh man, I really want to watch Dawson's Creek. But like, we're doing One Tree Hill next and like, (laughs) like, absolutely like support that, not changing our minds or anything like that. But I just had this moment of like, oh, Pacey. But then, like, Ugh, One Tree Hill is a thousand million episodes. <laughs> oh, I know. We're going to be doing One Tree Hill for a very long time. <laughs> we really are. It's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, but for now, we are on season four, episode five of the OC, The Sleeping Beauty. Yes. <laughs> oh, this episode. <laughs> Right? <laughs> uh, so we don't start in the Cohen kitchen, but we do start in that adjacent, like, TV viewing area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian is uh, watching Bollywood movies at, yes. like, 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and Seth comes in because he's been woken from a dream about, like, yeah, something about Summer getting married to, like, I can't remember who. He does say, but I forget. Oh, yeah. I can't remember either. But yeah, it was yeah. Something... <laughs> something weird. Yeah, something of the time. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he can't sleep either. And Ryan's just like, go to bed. And Seth's all, if you're awake, I'm awake. <laughs> um, which lasts approximately five seconds. Yeah. Because then Seth falls asleep. <laughs> and it's like you get like this little montage of them through the night with Ryan still awake watching TV and Seth like asleep in various positions at one point with his head on Ryan's shoulder. It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Ryan gets up and leaves, and then Kirsten ends up waking Seth, who's oh, yeah. still asleep on the couch. Well, it's funny because she, like, makes it sound like, because obviously at this point she doesn't know that Ryan was there. And she's right. just like, why are you sleeping on the couch? Like, <laughs> I mean, I... We have questions about the sleeping arrangements in this house. <laughs> Which is something that's going to come up in a later episode also. Well, there's definitely something in the next episode with yes. the, the Roberts house. So many questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way. Yes. Oh, and then Kirsten and Sandy start because they need a new slogan for a new match. Yes, that's that's <laughs> and, the one. <laughs> and Taylor comes in with some like you know Shakespeare quote or whatever. Yeah, but they're <laughs> they're getting coffee, and then <laughs> she like <laughs> takes off her coat and she's in like full on oh, like, like yeah. little black dress like yeah, and as we know. Realistically, this is like 6.30 in the morning because God knows when these people don't do stuff at prior to right? school and work. And <laughs> Which, like, Ryan works at a taco restaurant. There's no way it's open in the morning. Well, right? Because realistically, you'd think he'd be working until at least midnight. Now, again, he has, like, the insomnia. But everyone else, why are they always up so early? I don't know. Well, like, why is Seth... Well, I mean, I guess Kirsten woke him up. So that's why Seth's awake. But this has been an ongoing... Yes. ...entire series thing. (laughs) But, of course, Taylor offers to take Ryan his coffee. Yes. (laughs) And she comes in the pool house, and he's, like, coming out of the pool house bathroom without a shirt on, Mm because he's, like, clearly been showering or something, and this is his living space. Yeah. And she's super not chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, she was even like, easy girl. Like, yeah. to herself. <laughs> uh, but basically, she is like, she's offering to return the favor that he did for her yeah. with her husband. Yes. Um, and that she wants to pay him back. Um, and she ends up saying something about, like, in some cultures, they say that if you have, if you save someone's life, you're bound to them forever. And Ryan's like, cool. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and it's hilarious because like Kirsten and Sandy are watching this whole thing happen oh from God, the window. So funny. <laughs> um, but she ends up. I guess that she ends up finding out. Taylor ends up finding out that 
Oh, no, wait. I'm ahead of myself. Ignore me. <laughs> she comes back into the Cohen kitchen and says something about, like, I never appreciated how funny Ryan is. Oh, and, yes. like, all three of them are like, <laughs> what? Well, yeah, because they were, like, peering through, like, the curtains and they're all like, yeah. normal, like, normal. And then they were all confused because she's like, he's so funny. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Such a home improvement noise. <laughs> oh man. And then that's when we get our theme song. Yep. Good times. <laughs> uh, and then we go to the Roberts Cooper mansion, whatever it is these <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> and we see Julie oh, in like a little negligee in bed with yes. some guy, some young guy. She shoves him out of bed and is like, you need to get out of here. Like, my daughter can't see you. Yes. So, of course, he promptly goes downstairs to where Caitlin is making breakfast or she's making yeah. something. <laughs> God, she's honestly, she's hilarious to me. Like, yeah, I found her so annoying last season. And now I'm just like, you're hysterical. And yeah, like, even the <laughs> stuff where, like, we know she's doing something bad, like, you know, and she was, like, scamming the clothing drive and this and that. Like, it's just not coming across as, like so annoying as last year no it's just like highly entertaining <laughs> um but anyway he comes down and she's like are you my new daddy <laughs> oh, so, awkward. Uh, so he leaves and then julie comes through and caitlin pretends not to have seen him and julie's like oh okay cool and she thinks she's like in the clear i guess but yeah. she is not no <laughs> oh, man. and then we head over to the comic book store. Oh, yes. Where Taylor comes by to see Seth because she needs his help. And he's like, oh, because you have a thing for Ryan? She's like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, it was something, like, he even said, like, I feel like it was more than that, right? Like, you have a thing oh, for totally him and you're going to do some sort of, like, weird, crazy thing to yeah. try and get his attention. <laughs> like, whatever. And she was like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Um and they have this whole thing where she's like, yes, I know. I'm aware that I fall for any guy who's nice to me. And I'm like, oh, Taylor. I know. Well, yeah, because and then she said, like, just that whole thing about how, like, you know, I had a she-wolf of a mother, like, she who oh, used, yeah. like, emotional terrorism. Like, oh, I didn't have yeah. any friends until, like, you guys and I didn't know this and that. And she was like, oh. Right? It feels really so bad for her. I know. She just wants to know if Ryan's ready to date. Like, it's a yeah. fair question. Which... Seth. So then what does Seth do is he literally calls Ryan. Yeah. Who so like the way that this is set up, I don't think we've mentioned this before. It was like they're in like some kind of little ball situation. I don't think I realized until now that the Mexican restaurant was in that like pier boardwalk yeah. outdoor mall strip molly thing. Yeah. So they're in the same place, but basically the that restaurant is downstairs and the comic book <laughs> store is up on the second floor. So Seth can see the restaurant from up. Yeah. So he's like, he comes he comes out and he gets Ryan on the phone and they're like literally looking at each other while they're talking on the phone. And he's like, so like, are you ready to date again? <laughs> <laughs> Just point blank. Yeah. <sighs> and Ryan's not sure. Yeah. It's like, uh, why? But I'm not sure. Like, what? <laughs> uh, so then he ends up letting it slip that Ryan has insomnia. Yes. And she's like, oh, interesting. And you're like, oh, God, Taylor, what are you up to? Oh, man, I know. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> yep. So we know she's scheming. Yes. And then we head over to Brown, where there's a different kind of scheming happening. Oh my goodness. So Summer and Che are dressed up in, like, janitorial uniforms. Yes. To get into the, like, one of the biology labs where they keep some rabbits in cages. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they're basically there to steal the key to get back into the lab. Yes, to then. Yeah. We can only so assume they can release the... Free the bunnies. Yeah. Yep. Free the bunnies. <laughs> so yes, we know that's happening. Yes. 
And that that then cuts to Caitlin getting a tennis lesson, mm-hmm. of course, because why not? Um, That's what rich people do. Well, yeah, like, in theory, Julie's making money with New Match, but, like, it always seems like New Match is, like, about to, like, go under, so I have questions. But whatever. I also have questions, but maybe, like, part of the deal with Julie living at this house is, like she gets some of their money i have no idea like where does julie cooper get her money this has always been the question like when she's not obviously mooching off of yeah rich people (laughs) how is she making money i mean at the very least like they're not paying rent or anything like that so like sure right like less bills and whatnot either way caitlin is having a tennis lesson with like you know a guy yeah, and she's totally hitting on him because like so trying to hit on him. And oh he's yeah, like, like you're fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Like no. <laughs> but then, oh my god, I laughed so much in this whole episode. Right. Julie's like coming to like pick up Caitlin, I guess, and obviously like right out to the courts, not just like in the parking lot, like mm-hmm. most normal parents would do. But she's clearly on the phone with said guy from this morning. Yes, her quote-unquote personal, personal trainer. trainer. Trying to, like, make another workout date. Um, <laughs> but then she sees the, the tennis coach, and it's full just, like, oh, like, her eyes yeah. are just like, oh. Well, and she even, she she says uh, easy girl as well, just like <laughs> Taylor did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so then this brings up the whole, like, new match thing and, like, money. Mm -hmm. Because Sandy and Kirsten are in the new match office. They have, like, an actual, like, office space now. Yes. And they're talking about how, I guess there was some, like, lady who had a very similar business, like, Mm -hmm. in L.A. or somewhere adjacent, who, like, is about to retire and was going to sell Kirsten and Julie her client list. Yeah. Because I guess it's probably, like, you know, I guess they can't just live off of the noopsies. But like no, I guess Newport is like comparatively small, small right? Yeah, um, and in theory, the whole goal is for people to match up and then not need your services, right? Um, but like Kirsten says something about how like it could end because I guess someone else is actually like yeah, someone else outbid them. I think like quadruple outbid them on yeah. this thing, so they need money. They need like, but they don't want to have like she didn't really want to have like an investor, mm-hmm. but like at this point, it's kind of like that or nothing. Yeah. So, so yeah, then Sandy's like, "Oh, I know someone. He could be a silent partner. He's this uh, oil tycoon that <laughs> apparently had been in prison for tax evasion. Which he's once we guy. meet him, makes now. sense. <laughs> I mean, debatable, but yeah. But anyway, Kirsten agrees to at least consider it." So then we go back to Brown. Oh my god. So Che and Summer are back in the lab. They've broken in. Or like, you know. Yeah. Use the key to get in. So not yes. really breaking in, but like kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, okay, what's the plan? Oh my god. <laughs> and Che's plan is to lure them back to the forest by playing his flute. there's so many other like that's just it he's just letting them out of the cages he's not even yes. like, putting them in like a sack or something no which like again grab like you live in the dorms grab a pillowcase put a few bunnies in a pillowcase you could carry the pillowcase to said forest apparently and not, not. <laughs> and like bunnies don't like i mean they get the zoomies and stuff but it's not like how close is the fort like ugh, his okay, little tiny but, like right? mini flute thing oh my god honestly <laughs> ridiculous it was like almost like two che even for che right <laughs> anyway this is what they end up doing summer bonds with one named pancakes yes uh and then they open all the doors and che starts playing his flute he opens the door and the alarm goes off so then they have a certain amount of time to escape well, and then he leaves the, the buttons thing. off if they had the the key for the other door, 
why are they going through the alarmed door to leave? Unclear. Like, should I just be having, like, biology lab bunny heist? Like, am I better at this? I think you are better at this, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Anyway, that happens. <laughs> and then we cut to Ryan, who's reading a book in bed it's clearly late yeah he gets a call from taylor which is when we find out it's three in the morning yes and she's just like oh you can't sleep either <laughs> and she offers to help him okay. with his lack of sleep by being his sleep therapist because obviously that's something that taylor knows stuff about oh yeah for sure 100 <laughs> percent. she is totally certified for that Um, and she says this hilarious thing that she never sleeps more than four hours a night because it's unproductive. Oh, yeah. Which, like, girl, mood. I mean, I sleep more than four hours a night, or at least I think I do. Um, (laughs) I mean, not in a row. (laughs) But if I could could get by on less sleep, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Or exactly that. If it was four solid hours in a row, that would probably be different. Yeah. Then, like, right? one, awake, three, awake, half an hour, awake, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, then um, she asks him to meet her at the diner at 8 o'clock. Yeah. So he agrees, because, like, what does he have to lose, really? Well, also, like, it's really hard to say no to Taylor. I mean, that also. I feel like that's come up so many times where it's easier to just, like, roll with it than, like. Attempt to, like, stop the boulder. Yeah. It's true. So then we get cut to the next morning. Um, (laughs) Ryan didn't sleep. Taylor gets up, goes to the diner, gives herself a little pep talk. (laughs) (laughs) They sit down, and she just, like, cuts to the chase, like, immediately. Yeah. And asks if this is about Barissa. Yeah. like... Because even, like, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. That would be logical and make sense. Yeah. Except that he says no. Because it started after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, right after Volchuk turned himself in. Yeah. And Ryan's like, yeah, I guess. So then she deduces that uh, he feels like he has no purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so what's the point in going to bed if there's no reason to get up tomorrow? And I was like, damn, that's dark. Well, and then I was like, like that way I can't sleep. <laughs> right? We have no purpose for tomorrow. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but it does actually like sound like really accurate. Mm. And I think in comparison to ourselves in the last couple weeks, that's that's tracked. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know. Whatever. Yeah. And anyway, he, he thinks she has a good point, too. He's like, okay, that actually sounds like it could work. Yeah. Um, but allegedly he has to go to work. Despite the yeah. fact that it's like six in the morning. And well, he works at a restaurant that doesn't seem to be open that early. I mean, it's, it's about 8.15. Oh, okay. But still. Still. There's no way that... I do not know of any actual restaurant unless they purposely serve breakfast. Right. That would require... Even if he, like... Which, like, maybe this place does serve breakfast. Maybe, like, you know. I guess. Maybe they do a a mean huevos rancheros. Like, who knows? Yeah. But it seems unlikely. (laughs) Yeah. Seems more likely that they're a lunch and dinner kind of place. Yeah. But whatever. (laughs) Maybe he's doing inventory. I don't know. Who knows? Um, oh. So he goes to leave and she's all, like, excited. Oh, yeah. He totally, like, clocks her, like, have her little, like, ee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's so funny. Oh, my God. Uh. Oh, and then Caitlin and Julie are having, like, a mother-daughter uh, tennis lesson. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so ridiculous. It really is. Well, and Caitlin's just so annoyed because Julie is obviously just like fully like primping and flirting with this tennis instructor. Oh, yeah. So like she ends- yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like, no, I was going to say she keeps hitting her in the head with a tennis ball. <laughs> yes. One, because like Julie's doing stuff where like, you know, he's like rubbing in one of her muscles to like help her loosen up and mm-hmm. this and that. And like, so yeah, she fully just keeps hitting her in the back of the head with a tennis ball. And then, yeah. like, throws her racket over the fence. Yeah. It's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, my God. And then we cut to Sandy golfing with this guy. <laughs> Who always plays the oil tycoon. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. He is, like, the stereotype. Well, let's just say, like, he's the stereotype of super rich, realistically, like, oil tycoon from Texas mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. kind of, you know, cattle or whatever people make money off of in Texas, who's just, like, rich. Yeah. Because he, he played, like, the exact same role on Will and Grace for, like, the first season. Right. <laughs> And yeah, like, he was so important, like, that was Will's only client, like, he spent all of his time, you know, and they, like, would babysit his kids and do all this stuff, because he was just, like, <laughs> super rich guy. <laughs> yep. But then somehow they end up talking about, like, or he has some kind of, what is the event? There's some kind of, like, charity event, party something, and Sandy's like, oh, like, my wife, that's what she does. Like, she gets dates for people. And, and her partner, yeah. like, is newly single. So, like, you can just have Julie. Oh, Sandy. Um, so then we cut to Seth and Ryan. Uh, they're talking at work. Oh, yeah. I think Seth has ordered some food. Yeah. Uh, Taylor comes by. <laughs> it's um, like, I need the key to your room so I can get ready for tonight. And Seth's like, what? <laughs> so Ryan goes to get the food and Seth and Taylor start arguing. Because <laughs> Seth's like, you can't do this. Like, yeah. But what are you doing? Uh, and it's funny because Ryan comes back with the food at one point and then Seth's like, mm, can you go get me some like pico de gallo or whatever it is that he yeah. asks for? <laughs> Ryan's just like, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they have a little back and forth about like, Seth thinks this is ridiculous and she can't do this. Like, what is she doing? Yeah. But I mean, she's Taylor. About... Well, yeah, because she says like, it'll be like a win-win, right? Like, if he gets to sleep, that's a win mm-hmm. and if I get him. That's a win. Like, yeah. So, she's not gonna back down because she's Taylor Townsend. And she doesn't do that. Yeah. Well, there's there's some sort of Marissa comment that I can't remember what happens or who says it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I think um, Taylor says something about like, why is the idea of like me and Ryan so ridiculous to you? Oh right. Right. And he's just kind of like he doesn't he doesn't say anything. She's the one I think that says. Yeah. Because I'm not Marissa, and then he kind of makes a face, and you're like, ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, because then when Ryan comes back with Pico de Gallo, she, like, bails out fast. And... Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But either way, he gives Taylor his room key, so. Yeah. <sighs> Hilarious. So then Summer comes into a room, and a roommate lets her know that she's wanted. Yeah. In the dean's office. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth has not called. <laughs> She's yeah. trying to check her messages. Yeah. And Seth's still trying to give her space. So. Yeah. He has not called. Uh, and then her roommate also says something about the bunnies being liberated and how actually they were only being studied for their socialization patterns. So, yes, like, not actually anything. No, they were not testing on the bunnies. They were just observing them. Although I do have questions about studying their socialization patterns when they're all in cages. But, sure. Yes, agreed. 
<laughs> Seems not conducive to studying socialization patterns of bunnies, but that's fine. <laughs> then it's just good because the roommate's like, and there's a bunny under your bed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because Summer has kept pancakes for herself. Yes. Aw, pancakes. So, oh. uh, so Che comes by because I guess he's been called in as well. Yeah. And Summer's really worried because she's like, I don't think I can lie about this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't worry about it. Yeah, because he got away with something. Like, he flooded some dinner. Yeah, the trustees dinner. And, like, got away with it. And, like, it's okay. Like, don't worry. Yeah. And I just knew right away that something. Right? Well, and then his stupid alarm goes off on his phone. He's like, I have to go write a song. And I'm like, you're oh the worst. Yeah, he literally. Oh, because then he then he ends up making some comment about, like, I don't know, some indigenous chief somewhere. And he starts, like, chanting. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, he, like, he definitely said something about, like, the reservation and something. Because that comes up in the next oh, episode, God. too. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just, like... Oh, just like just the whole like timer droid is on. Oh, I hate him. Yeah, me too. But like, me don't too. worry. Like, I'm with you. Like, blah blah blah. Ugh, liar. Yeah. Lies. So then we cut back to Caitlin, who's with the twins, <laughs> whose names I do not remember. They're just the twins from here on out. One is definitely Brad. Oh, okay, cool. But that I was all. just calling them in my head, twin one and twin two. The problem is that I don't know which is which and I think I think I thought they both had curly hair but I've now realized that one has curly yeah, no, hair and one has like one. short spiky hair so to be twin one is the curly haired one and twin two is the other one okay no nope. yeah almost because um twin one seems to talk more yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh she is swinging by to see her tennis instructor for something I don't remember what she had some excuse of like something something blah blah oh because she's they're like going to the pool or the beach or something and she's all dressed in her bikini with her like oh right yeah she just yeah and she's like it was just an excuse for him to see my bikini yeah yeah but it turns out that uh he's uh making out with julie so and like making out oh yeah 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 Oh my god. Back at the Coens in the pool house. Taylor is lighting candles in the in the pool house in her pajamas. Yes. <sighs> and that's when Ryan is straight up like, Do you like me? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, Of course I do, we're friends. And he's like, No, no. You know what I mean. Yeah, like she she like totally she totally tried to like cover it really good, but it oh, just yeah. yeah, no. And he was like, No, no. Yeah. Like And she continues insisting that no, no, no. She just wants to pay him back for the favor he did. <laughs> he goes along with it even though I think he knows better than that. Did we hear that little ding? Whoops. Sorry, what? Um, there was, there was a noise. I wasn't sure if you heard it. Oh, no. Okay, good. Let me, wait, 32 minutes. Let me just write that down so I remember it. Okay. What were we talking about? How far did we get? We were talking about how Ryan's just going to go with this. Yes. Even though I think he's smart enough to know that something else is going on. Especially then Taylor's like, shall we start with the massage? And I was like, this isn't even subtle, Taylor. I know. So then Seth comes to the pool house and sees that Taylor's there. And he's surprised. Oh, this is the next morning. Yeah. Taylor's there and he doesn't see Ryan right away. Because Ryan's not there. Seth's like, what the hell? (laughs) She takes the coffee that Seth has brought for Ryan. Yeah. (laughs) And then Ryan comes in from a jog. And Seth's like, what the hell is happening? Like, I'm not dealing with this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It turns out that Ryan did not sleep at all. Yeah. 
Uh, so she wants to adjust the plan for tonight. And he's like, honestly, I appreciate the effort, but like, I think I need to do this on my own. Let's just call it even. Yeah. Like, you know, you're probably right about Wolchek. I just got to do this. Yeah. He literally like shakes hands with her and she's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's all sad about it. Oh, this episode feels, like, so long, but also just, like, so many ridiculous, funny things okay, happen. right? Because Julie and Kirsten are on the phone. Yeah. And Kirsten's trying to get Julie to come to whatever this charity event thingy is. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, be Bullet, the oil tycoon's date. And, of course, she's just like, oh, I don't know. Wow. Like, how rich is he? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Kirsten says something, and she's just like, Okay. <laughs> So funny. Oh, Julie Cooper. Well, then, like, and then, like, Caitlin comes in and, like, finds out that mm-hmm. she's going to some sort of event and then wants to. She asks if she, she can crash. Yeah. The event. And, of course, Julie's like, uh, you know, sure, like, it's a charity thing. Like, I'm sure Sandy would love you, blah, blah, blah whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's clearly just like. Oh, she's she's, she's scheming. Cooking. She's yeah. fully scheming. Absolutely. <laughs> she has learned from the best. Yes. Yes, she has. <laughs> so then we're, we go back to Brown. Oh, man. Where Summer is in with several deans. Yes. <laughs> and she admits to freeing the bunnies. Mm-hmm. And they want to know who else was involved, but she is a decent person. Mm-hmm. And says she can't give up her accomplices. Accomplices. Yep. Um, because she's become a different person while at Brown, and she, in order, if she did that, she would be betraying her new self. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Summer. Yeah. Well, and they and they specifically ask about that like flooding of the yes, trust the trustees dinner. dinner. Yeah. She's like, it wasn't me, but that's you know like mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. Blah blah. It's like, <sighs> yeah. The rage I have for later in the episode. Ugh. Right. Um, and then there's this funny moment where they're like, where they're like, and there's still one rabbit missing. And she's like, I know nothing about that. (laughs) (laughs) But like, how did they like, what? Okay. This is also because did they get all the bunnies back? Like, did they just scour the campus until they found them all? Did the bunnies return on their own? Like, yeah. Like, were they not that deep into the forest or like what? I mean, they can't have been that deep into the forest. They were on campus and they were being <laughs> led away by flute. Like, <laughs> I also don't think it's super foresty around Brown. Like, I think it's like right in the city. Right. Like, anyway. I mean, I know like there's like a river somewhere, so like it might like back on to like a bit of some like foresty things, but I don't yeah, think it's like... as foresty as Chase yeah. making it sound out to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then we actually get like the cutest. It's so cute. Moment with Caitlin and Taylor. Yeah. Like so cute. Yeah. So like Taylor is all upset and lying on the bed, just like face down. Yeah. <laughs> and. So Caitlin's like asking her what's wrong, mm-hmm. and like they go through everything, and then like Caitlin like gives her advice on how to mm-hmm. win Ryan over. It's so cute. She's like, you just have to dress fabulous and show up where you know he's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Taylor's like so excited, and like it's just it's such a cute little bonding moment for the two of them. Yeah. I love it. I know, and it's fully like Caitlin really coming around. <laughs> honestly she's like one of my new favorite characters she's I like the she's new hilarious. summer of like like summer new summer is new summer but like she's like the new old summer yeah who's become this like actually like pretty fun cool yeah a bit of the like hilarity when they're you know stuff so yeah it's fantastic so what happens next uh, Sandy finishes. Yeah. It cuts to the party. Sandy's finishing up his speech. Um, Julie is there with, with Bullet. Um, 
and Taylor comes walking in and it goes like a little slow-mo and she's in this like you know, yeah, like, like the dancing girl dress. emoji yeah like that red dress she's wearing that <laughs> and like Ryan clearly thinks she looks good like oh yeah so he's like just like Julie that kind of like ooga. yeah um and then she kind of like just like they have like a quick little conversation. She's like, "Come on, like let's dance. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll like you know maybe it'll tire you out so that she can purposely walk away onto the yeah. dance floor so that he can get a look at the back end, just like Caitlin. Oh yes, because there was there was a whole thing, <laughs> yeah, 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 where Caitlin, Caitlin said like walk away if he's a butt guy. Yeah, and she was like, I don't know if he is, and she was like, Well, he should be. You have a great butt. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so cute. And then, oh my god. And like, Caitlin rolls up. Yeah. To Julie. Mm-hmm. Julie's with Bullet. Caitlin's with the tennis instructor, Spencer. Mm-hmm. I always forget his name. Spencer. Same. And obviously, mm-hmm. Spencer, the tennis instructor, is Bullet, the oil tycoon's son. <laughs> of course. Naturally. So they're both just having this moment of like, wait. Yeah. Because, like, Kaylin kind of said something, or, like, it's, it's not, like, flat out said, like, hey, Julie was dating the tennis instructor. No, but Spencer, like, fully, like, looks at Julie and is, like, you're on a date with my dad? Like. Yeah. And it's just, like, oh. Yikes. (laughs) Oh, Julie Cooper. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. What happens next? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandy, yeah. yeah, finds Seth outside. Uh, and he's thinking of calling Summer, even though he had agreed to give her space. Um, yeah, he's been, he's been waiting a week, so he has to wait until 10.03 <laughs> p.m. Yeah. That night. But apparently it's only 9.03, or no, wait, 10. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, because he's like, but it's like 10.03 you know, on the East Coast, and Sandy's like, no, that's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> but then they talk about Ryan and Taylor. Yeah. Seth, Seth is, like, against it. He just, like, oh, does yeah, not fully. think this is a good idea. Yeah. And Sandy's like, but, number one, like, Taylor thinks he's funny, so, like, what's right? that about? And, like, they're in there, and they're dancing, and they're having fun, and, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, we should support him, and, like, don't you think he should use any connection that he has? Mm-hmm. As in, like, to be connected to people because he is, that is definitely something that has been a struggle in his life. Yeah. Having actual, like, human connection. So, I like that. Yeah, it was really cute. But then it leads to a really bad <sighs> conversation. It does. Because Seth comes in and Ryan and Taylor are finishing up dancing and Ryan asks if she wants drinks, so he goes over to the bar. Yeah. And then Seth is like, what do you think about possibly dating her? And Ryan's like, no, like, absolutely not. And it's straight up like, I'm not going to date Taylor. (sighs) Which, of course, she overhears. Of course, because, like, that's the only thing that ever happens on TV. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's obviously upset, and she leaves, and Ryan goes after her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, he says something about how it has nothing to do with her. Like, it's about him. Yeah. And then she said, I can't remember exactly what she says. Um, but basically, she knows exactly what he's feeling. <laughs> yeah. Every time he goes to say something, she says it. And he's just like, how do you know, like, yeah, what I'm thinking before I can say it? And like, so like they kind of like, yeah this weird thing where clearly they do have like an actual connection yeah and like she does understand what's going on with him mm-hmm. um but still like she she still leaves she's like no i'm out of here yeah <laughs> which is fair <laughs> but then we have caitlin and julie having like a really good talk just about yeah. how they're all like trying to get with a father-son combo by accident yeah yeah <laughs> Well, and it's funny because, like, at first Julia's like, I can't believe you did this. And Caitlin's yeah. like, well, like, you know, all these guys keep coming through 
the kitchen while I'm trying to eat breakfast and like it's gross. Yeah. And Julie's like, you are absolutely right. Like, yeah. that's a good point. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that Caitlin did not actually know that Spencer was Bullet's son. <laughs> and this was actually just a hilarious, like, <laughs> hilarious coincidence. I know, because they're both like, wait, we didn't know that? Oh. Yeah. So funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then... Then we head back to Brown. Then we find out that Che is, in fact, the worst. Yes. Just in case we weren't sure. Yeah. So he comes out of a meeting, Mm -hmm. same kind of deal that Summer had. Yep. And she's like, oh, like, how did it go? Is it okay? Like, are you getting kicked out? He's like, no, but you might be. She's like, say what now? And it turns out that he pinned all of this crap. So not even just the trustees dinner and the the liberating of the bunnies. Yeah, but it was a whole bunch of stuff. A bunch of other stuff that had been going on throughout the semester. Yeah. And he just fully throws her under the bus and uses her as a scapegoat. Like well, and he even says that. He's like, they need a scapegoat. Yeah. That would you need you. Like we might as well yeah. like you're just like basically like you're a martyr for the cause like this is so great like it's not a bad thing like blah 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 and it's just like yeah it's a bad thing well yeah because if it wasn't a bad thing he would have been his own martyr for the cause right yep so she's pissed obviously yes so so bad yeah so that sucks Mm -hmm. um Oh, then oh Kate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caitlin. Yes. Caitlin Cooper, man. Yes. Caitlin goes to talk to Bullet, kind mm-hmm. of to like, because at this point that means, you know, like he's not going to date Julie. He's not going to fund, you know, buy into a new match. It's the whole thing. Yeah. And so she goes to talk to him and like fully just lays it out there in a way that it's like, you know, like you should, you should still invest like. If you want to make money, that's what my mom does. Like, she, you know, she just got dumped, but, like, kept his house. Yeah. And, like, she did this and then, like, kept his money. And, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff. and just Yeah. Well, and at first he's like, oh, I have enough money. Like, whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, but, like, if what you're just looking for is a good time, then, or, like, yeah. for things to be interesting, then, like, mm-hmm. no one's going to keep things more interesting than Julie Cooper. Yeah. Like, she sells it on all the levels, so it just doesn't make Julie sound like skanky or whatever. Like, it's actually, like... Yeah. It's it's nice and it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I love it. Um, oh, yes. Then Taylor, this is when Taylor's in Seth's room. Oh, right. <laughs> <sighs> She's just, like, skulking around his room, as always. Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Because she has she has some sort of like insomnia tea that she wants to get Ryan. Yeah. Going, why didn't you start with this, anyways? Because she didn't start with this because she wanted to drag it out. I know. But at this point, she doesn't want to like talk to Ryan anymore. So yeah, no, she she's too to embarrassed Seth. to give it to him herself. So she's like, please give this mm-hmm. to him for me. And then Seth like reverse psychologies her or Jedi mind tricks her. Yes. As Taylor says, it's so funny because it's just like, huh? Taylor giving up easy. Yeah. Didn't think that would ever happen. Oh, yeah. You know, like normally Taylor schemes and Taylor does this. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So then she's like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before we see the outcome of that, yeah. we see Seth give Summer a call. Yeah. Um, and we find out she's been wanting to call him too, but didn't want to sound needy. Yeah. So, and she seems like she's about to tell him what's happened. And instead she just tells him that she got a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's way. actually, it is it is cute, like, them having this little conversation. Super cute, but yeah. He's trying to, like, guess the rabbit's name. Yeah. <laughs> he guesses one of them is, he guesses, one of his guesses is Larry. <laughs> and she's like, you're not Larry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> but then, of course, Taylor can't just bring Ryan the tea. She has to, like, fully brew a cup for him. I know. Which is hilarious. Like, did you just like 
go into the kitchen and brew a cup of tea. Like, she's just standing around the Cohen's, just making yeah. herself at home. <laughs> Either I mean, way, she leaves. Wouldn't be the first she, time. Well, no, of course not. Yeah. It's just so funny to me that she's just like, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. do this. <laughs> so, yeah, she brings, she comes in with the cup of tea and, like, the actual tin as well that she's going to give him. Yeah. Um, And they have a really good conversation, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Ryan is, like, saying to her, you know, he thinks she has this idea that she's a a weird person who has to trick people into liking her, but actually Mm -hmm. she's amazing. And then she, like, turns back the thing that he (laughs) said earlier about, like, how do you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. (laughs) Before I even say it. (laughs) Um. Yeah, and again, he's like, it's not about you. Like, I wish I did feel something. Mm-hmm. And that's when she's like, okay, so kiss me. Yes. And we'll see if you feel anything. And he's like, we already did that. And she's like, no, no, I didn't kiss you back. Like, you kissed me, but I didn't kiss you. Yeah. So he agrees. Uh, and she kisses him. And then he doesn't say anything. So she's like, ah, I'm sorry, <laughs> runs away. But then he's kind of like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So So Seth, having gotten off the phone with Summer, goes to the pool house thinking that Ryan will be awake to talk. Yes. But we find that he's sleeping and he hasn't actually drank any of the tea. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So possibly he has purpose again. Yay! Yeah, oh, it's super cute. It was such a it was cute. wild episode. Right? I think we agree that Che was the most annoying Absolutely. because, like, one hundred percent. That's not even a contest. Actually, was the worst. Yeah, he's the worst. He continues to be the worst. So so bad. Yeah. Um, there's a fair amount of like just like classic California pans. Nothing. Yeah. Super, aside from like all the like boardwalk strip mall. Mm-hmm. open air situation <laughs> yeah um and so like the uh, the father-son duo are new yes uh, so the oil tycoon who i know from will and grace that well, is what i like know from a as well. other i mean yeah like he's in a bunch of other stuff but the main thing is will and grace yeah um gary grubbs but it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like he was playing the exact same role in will and grace and then like on an episode of everything yes he just has that voice yeah it's it's like such a made-up southern type texas sort of accent that like in my head like it's not real like that's just like tv but like maybe it is real i mean i feel like if he's doing this in every single thing that he's in that that is maybe just how he talks yeah right yeah which Um, honestly i agree it seems fake but yeah (laughs) apparently not um, I can't remember if the son was anybody though. Um, I actually totally forgot about him. I'm not gonna lie. So I actually didn't check. We're we, yeah, we're we're on it. We're going quick here. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, so yeah, Gary Grubbs, okay. Brent, Brandon Quinn. Yeah. Um, apparently there's a series called Sweet Magnolias. No idea. Apparently. Um, on an episode. Looks like he was on the Fosters. Everything. Oh, yeah. That's a chunk of at least a season, probably. Yeah. And then definitely, like, episodes of everything. Two different episodes of CSI. Yep. Intrigue. Oh, and an episode about. Several episodes of Entourage. Oh, random. Vampire yeah. Diaries. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, Vampire like, nothing that, like. Except he's going to be on. Him oh, and. He was on the... Charmed. Oh, my God. Him and. The father are in six episodes. I know. There's only 11 episodes left. Yeah. Wild. Well, I think we're going to find out in the next episode why Spencer sticks around for a bit. It's fair. Yeah. A little teaser for you. Things that we just did not know were going to happen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, it looks like he was also in something called Big Wolf on Campus back in like... 99 to 2002 and he was in 63 episodes hmm. maybe that's like a disney something i don't know some one of those like american channels nickelodeon things that we never got oh maybe yeah yeah because i've never heard of it no uh, but did you have a song of the episode i 
did not. <laughs> Fair. There wasn't like a lot. Like there were a few songs for sure. Nothing that like super stood out. Yeah. Um, there's a zero seven song at the dance, like when they're dancing. So like that kind of yeah. was. And then there's like a Chad Van Galen song at the beginning, but nothing that was like this is a song on this episode. Yeah. So that's fair. Uh, did you have a favorite Sethism? Um, I liked when he just came into the pool house and found Taylor there and like was trying to figure out what's going on. And he's just like, this is too weird for this early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, mood. <laughs> oh, mine was one of the times that he was like talking about summer and trying to like give her space or whatever. Uh, he'd said he was way into recycling way before um, it was cool. <laughs> Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore got half of the stuff he does from like a paper that he wrote in the sixth grade. He just doesn't, you know, what did he say? Something about he just doesn't like make a fuss about it because or he doesn't make a stink because, you know, Al Gore is doing the good work. So. <laughs> Ah, that's hilarious i remember that and i somehow forgot about it when i was picking (laughs) um but yeah and then now we're left with next week and it's called the summer bummer yeah which like mood so much stuff so much stuff is happening and like i just i don't even know i don't even know Right? Right. But like sidebar, I feel like I'm in the middle of a summer bummer. Yeah. This is this is hard summer bummer. <laughs> Thank God for pumpkin spice and all of the holiday beverages back at Starbucks on August twenty fourth. <laughs> I am glad that we as a society have decided that August is the beginning of fall. Oh, and like in the most tangent, I appreciate that. Yeah, in the most tangenty of tangent, tangents with our summer bummer, I saw this video and this person was so mad that so all the, like there's all the people who like hate that it's all like pumpkin spice season already, right? Like it's too soon, it's too early. You can't put up your spooky decorations for Halloween. Like it's too early. It can and, never be me, right? And it's like the other person was like, these are people who put up their Christmas decorations in October. <laughs> I'm like, right? It's like literally the exact same true. time span. You're like, no. Probably right. I've had an alarm in my phone for like a month now for the day when all of the like holiday drinks come back, the fall holiday drinks come back because Amazing. I'm going to get one. Me too. Absolutely. 100%. There's it some is sort of like apple brown sugar or something. Like, I need that. Interesting. I know. I'm not even like super into the pumpkin spice, but like, I need it at least once. I mean, like, that's hilarious because I feel like I'm the same. Like, I like pumpkin spice yeah. to a certain degree, but A, I find the Starbucks one way too sweet. Yeah. Um, so I always get it half sweet, and even then I'm like, oof, it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, but like, I'm going to get one. Yeah. It's happening. It's going to happen. Uh, and we'll report back on it next week when we're actually talking about the summer bummer. Yay! Episode six. Ah. I know. Wow. That means we only have ten episodes left after that. Oh, man. How? Not ready. Not ready. Neither. <laughs> so be sure to share your fall favorites with us. We love all fall things, and we'll see you next week. Bye.